Off the ball. If there was an Ireland job in the future, so I don't know, I think Brendan Rogers as a future Ireland's manager, I, I could get behind Subscribe this. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. Hurling on Off the Ball with Board Gosh Energy, proud sponsors of the Senior Hurling Championship. So it, it, it's interesting, right? So we've we I played under a good few captains uh, in Limerick uh, back through the years, and some really really excellent captains, um, I suppose. But when uh, you know, to me, one of the, the, the best ones that comes to mind, you're, you're talking about the likes of Donald O'Grady, Dodge. We we won a Munster in 2013, right? A, a, a more quiet leader, um, not all about talk. You know, very much about about uh, leading by actions, right? So Declan falls into that category. And then when we, when John Kiley came in, he had, we had James Ryan for his first year of, uh, when John was, John Kiley was cap- manager and James Ryan was captain, but then James retired. And it was a big decision as to who you're going to pick from this group. You had a, a huge amount of emerging talent from the all Ireland 21 winners of 2016 you know, with big names, the likes of Keen Lynch, you're talking about the likes of, you know, you had Garrod Hegarty in there, you had Dermot Burns, you had, you know, we had Sean Finn on the scene at that stage. So, like, we had some exceptional talent and leaders uh, coming through from, from that group of players. You had some of the guys who were still around. You had the likes of the senior guys like myself, you had Nicky Quaid, you had Graham Mulcahy. So, you had a, a good mix of, of people. And when he chose Declan, you know, it was it was one of those it was one of those decisions decisions that when you make it, it rests really easy on the group. It, it rests very very easy. If you're talking about a guy that everybody respects, admires, exceptionally likable, that all makes a difference in a dressing room. Well, just by coincidence, Seamus Hickey was on OTBAM this morning and he was talking there in uh, glowing terms about our next guest. He is one of the outstanding hurlers in the country. He's been part of the Limerick squad since 2010 has captained them to four All-Irelands and counting, I'm sure. Uh, three National Leagues as well, five Munsters as one six, also a three-time All-Star. He is their centre-back supremo. Declan Hannan with us and off the ball. Great to have you with us, Declan. Thanks for the time. Yeah, thanks, Joe. I heard Joe Biden, or I sorry, I heard Joe Brawley speaking recently about being at the Joe Biden banquet and some bloke called Declan Hannan turned to him and said, I really don't know what the hell I'm doing here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he went wrong, but... Uh... Oh yeah, I don't know. I got an invite to the to the to a dinner that Joe Biden was when he was in Dublin. So uh, yeah, couldn't turn it down. Um, but at the same time, I had no idea what I was doing there. But anyway, it was a. Uh, I'd regret it if I didn't go. So yeah, had to go to it. I'd say the food was good. Food was good. Company was fantastic. So um, didn't get to get a picture with him. It was the only disappointment. It wasn't really the occasion where you can stroll up to the president of America and ask for a photo, I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, you shouldn't have worn your helmet. It was a bit much, I thought, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, so it's you... actually, it was lovely. It was lovely. It was, you know, something, something that would obviously only happen once in a lifetime. So, uh, yeah, went for it anyway. Yeah, big time. So you were still talking to Brawley for the evening, were you? He was at a table across from me, yeah. So uh, I'd met him a few weeks previous uh, in Dublin. So uh, at least I had somebody to talk to because I'd be out of my depth, to be honest with you. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, we had a bit of crack, a bit of crack. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was lovely. Something really, really nice to get invited to. Yeah, I'll bet. As you said, once in a lifetime. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm sure the burning question that you're getting from everybody who you meet at the moment is, how's the injury? You went off early in the Munster uh, final. Ruled out of the semi-final was reported this week. Um, I suspect uh, the 23rd of July is circled in your calendar. Are you 
in with a chance of making a potential final or where are you? That's kind of day by day, John, week by week now, with it's just seeing how the recovery comes along. Um, but to be honest, like the, the 8th of July is the, the only date now in my head and that's the All-Ireland semi-final and, and, you know, trying to get Limerick there in the best possible shape we can. Um, you know, obviously, the quarterfinals run this weekend, so we'll, we'll find out our opponents, you know, Saturday evening uh, and then really get down to the, the nitty-gritty stuff and, and prepare for that. It has been um, an exceptional Munster Championship. I'm, I'm sure it's been fun to play in, a hell of a lot of fun to watch as well. Uh, generally, I'd say, Declan, it's been agreed Limerick have more built towards their best form as the games have gone on. What's been your sense? I don't know if you can, you know, I don't know if you can take the risk of saying we're trying to build towards our best form in the Munster Championship. Because oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not saying it was deliberate. I almost like there was a sense <laughs> you weren't at, at, at where you maybe wanted to be at, from the Yeah, off. no, like, I mean, I suppose we have, like, within our group, we'd have standards set for ourselves to try and hit and, you know, probably weren't hitting them in the, in the Munster Championship. Um, you know, it goes down to the competitive, competitive nature of it. Um, I said a point, a draw in a lot of the games this year. So, uh, but it's fantastic. Like, I mean, these games are amazing to watch. I'm sure from a neutral point of view, they've been brilliant. I mean, serious entertainment as well for, for people at home. Um, and yeah, definitely, it's a privilege to be involved in them. Uh, and, you know, luckily in Limerick, we, we came out the right side of the Munster final a couple of weeks ago. Do you find, is there, um, I guess the term would be hangover, but is there a, a, a hangover of sorts? Is there a difference when you go into a new season after winning an All-Ireland versus having not won an All-Ireland? Uh, I don't think so. I think we have a great management team who just you know, kind of put it all in front of us. This is what we're going doing and you're either in or you're out and you get stuck in and, and get on with it because if you don't, someone else will come in and, and take over from you. So, no, I think every year is, is from a limited point of view, has been similar enough. It's just come back there, December, January, work hard and, and see where the year takes you then. We were uh, laughing last week in studio because at the start of the Munster Championship, John Kiley came out and said that pundits were being too nice about Limerick. It was a softening up exercise. And then Dara O'Donovan after the Munster final said, everyone said we were dead and buried. So uh, we were saying you're a bit like Goldilocks, you know, not too harsh, not too nice. Yeah, Dara's a good man for an interview. You should get a bad Sunday. He'd, uh, he'd entertain you anyway, so nothing else. Uh, but yeah, sure, look, I mean, everyone has, has an opinion and that's just obviously the way it is like. But, um, from players' point of view, I, I think it's, I, I don't want to take much notice of what's going on outside, to be honest. Uh, if we listen to everything that's been said, sure, you wouldn't do a whole pile on the pitch at all. So we've enough going on, you know, training and matches to, to look after. Yes, I can imagine. As I mentioned, you're an all-star centre-back, started off in the forwards. Was trying to have a look earlier. We make it around the 2015 league under TJ Ryan that you might have first made a move back to centre-back territory, but then we're in the forwards then for the championship. When did you go full-time, fully-fledged centre-back? Sure, I suppose like in 2017 when Jan came in. Um, yeah, himself and Paul Canarca would have mentioned it. Um, give it a go and see how, how you get on. Um, and it's gone fine, like, you know, just plenty of bad days as well. But yeah, we've been lucky over uh, the last number of years. It's worked out okay. So um, I don't know, just, I, I'm enjoying it. Like I would have played in the backs all my years growing up when I was younger and then I suppose my first round Limerick panel was in the forwards and was kind of there for a few years and then John came in and they put their own prints and things and uh, it's worked out. So yeah, I'm just glad to be part of it. It's a privilege to be part of that group. They're an amazing group, a bunch of lads. Uh, good track, they work hard and um, yeah, it's, it's nice to be involved with in any sense at all. What's the big um, thing you learn about playing that position at inter-county level in, those, in that first year or two? Um... I suppose you have to be quite adaptable, like the way teams play. Some some centre forwards move out to pitch, others stay there to move across lines. 
it's quite different, you know. A lot of it is probably down to communication with, you know, the likes of William O'Donoghue and Darren in front of you, um, the likes of Kyle and Deborah Burns on either side of you, and just trying to keep a structure uh, as best you can. It's obvious, it's, it's, it's quite difficult. The best of times because teams are so, I suppose, fit, uh, and there's a lot of movement going on, but I think communication is probably the biggest part of it, yeah. And that's such a crucial area, that spine of the team, that space. So whether to hold that space when your man starts drifting away from you is, I guess, the dilemma that you're faced with across the game. And yeah, my sense is you do tend to hold the space, but that can't be easy if your man's dropping off 15 metres and scoring yeah. five points from play. That's it. That's it. the Munster final in 2021, I think. Um, like that, you're trying to hold structure, but the person you're marking is after scoring, you know, like that four or five points from play and you're saying, OK, I need to change something here. Um, but do, you have, just, do you have license then to go after him if, if you're sensing he's, he's getting a bit too much joy or do you look oh, to yeah. the sideline in those moments yeah. Yeah. you have to play the game you know as you see it there as well and there's a fella scoring five points and there's no one around him you need to push up like or be getting the curly finger from John Kiley in the sideline and you'll be out of the game altogether so yeah it takes a bit of time to get used to I suppose but um, I suppose you just have to trust you know your gut as well that you're doing the right thing um, and don't question your decision and just go for it um, you know it's probably hasn't worked out a lot of time but Sometimes it does. So yeah, just, yeah. just I think you just need to go off for it and, and, you know, trust yourself. Yes. The time you do go out and push up, balls flicked over your head, someone runs through on goal. Yes, where yeah, where yes. were you, Hannon? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened numerous times, yeah. So I'm kind of used to the boys roaring the ball at me, I think, at this stage. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just kind of have to enjoy it and laugh at this stage. I don't know. Try and enjoy it. Can I give you, a, I mean, it's probably never one of these comfortable things when other people are giving quotes about you, but I have one from Shane Dowling I might put to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very complimentary, but uh, he was talking to Arthur O'Dea in Arthur's book about Limerick Curling. And uh, he said, you wouldn't know if you were at a party or a funeral with Declan. I'm <laughs> maybe that bit's not as nice, but he means it well. He says, I'm very bubbly. I'm an outgoing person, but within my own four walls, the bad stuff would impact me. I yeah. used to get too high or I used to get too low. Whereas Declan is the kind of person I would like to be. Um, right. Agree with that? Would you Would you take things on an even enough keel? I think so, yeah. I think, uh, obviously, enjoy the wins, absolutely, and have a great crack and a bit of fun, whatever. Like, But probably learned our experience like that losses are going to happen anyway. So, you know, there's no point absolutely beating yourself up about it. You're not going to be any good to anybody the next day you go if you're doing that, I think. Um yeah, see, so I was in Tryson Secret School with Shane, always up along there. We great, we great old buddies. So, um, yeah, he, I suppose he can say whatever he wants about me at this stage. You know? um, yeah, he could but yeah, no, be, be, quite, um, be quite relaxed in more situations. Like that. Try, to, try to stay that way. To what extent does um, 2013 feed into that, that day mm. against Clare, uh, which you'll know all about for listeners. The, the short story is Limerick are Munster champions, beat Cork and Tip along the way. 20-year-old Declan Hannan is on freeze. I think, was it uh, five wides, four from freeze? Halfway through the game, you're taken off freeze. You're subbed for Niall Moore in the 51st minute. You're a 20-year-old. And, I mean, that, that's going to test how stoic uh, you can be. I, I saw a quote from you, which was really interesting. You said, I didn't put that game to bed in my own mind until we won in All-Ireland. So, yeah. so that was a big one for you. Jeez, it was for like, as you're saying, Limerick won the Munster final the first time in a long time. There was great anticipation then, I suppose. People expected Limerick to go up to the semi final then and beat Clare and move on to the other in the final as if it was just going to happen, you know, easily. Obviously, it didn't. Um, definitely now, looking back, it probably was a good learning um, that you went through something like that. 
at the time, sure, I was, I was, I was young, like, you know, 20s. Yeah, and you're a kid. Yeah, you're, you are, like, looking back now, and, you know, people are, like, they just seem to have a right to kind of give you plenty of abuse, which is fine. It's all apparent, you know, it, it's easy to say now, um, but back then, definitely found it difficult. But I think, looking back on that, anytime Limerick have been successful now in the last few years, I don't have to look back too far when things haven't been great, you know. So it brings you straight back down to earth. Uh, and you know full well that if you're off any bit all, that could ha- that can happen like so it keeps you on your toes 100 and i think it's a really good learning for me anyway yeah i'll bet it is that's a long winter as a 20 year old and people have their opinions yeah it was like even going back playing club games i remember going out for the, for the next club championship game after that happened i was like nearly embarrassed to go and play like and i don't know i just didn't feel good about going out playing hurling at all like but as i said this yeah i don't know it was it was tough at the time but looking back it's I'm probably nearly happy it happened now. Like, right. Just look back at that and it will always ground you uh, and keep your feet you know, firmly on the ground and get on with what's in front of you now. Uh, you've had this amazing, so it's a very varied career. Like, so from that experience right through, you've, you've experienced the full gamut between that experience, the first few years, pretty decent from a Limerick point of view, Munster finals and All-Ireland semi-finals and you're nearly there and then 15 and 16 really bad years, you know, losing to Dublin in the qualifier and Clare in qualifier, and now, latterly, this kind of record-breaking success. Um, what's what's the difference? Are you are you training harder as a group? Are you more dedicated as a group? How do you, like, why why this generation, the ultimate winners and the other generation won't be remembered that way? Yeah, I don't know, like, I could ask a lot. Like, I wouldn't never say that we didn't train hard back then, because we absolutely did. We had, we gave it everything we, we possibly had, and it just wasn't good enough. Mm. Um, I don't know, this year maybe it was the 20s when they came in, they had a lot of confidence for winning the Under-21 Championships. Um, and they brought that with them. And I think us lads who were a bit older definitely fed off of it. And, uh, and that, you know, kind of passed their confidence over to us and said, well, you know, Limerick, Limerick can be successful. Um, and yeah, then obviously we have John and, and Paul Connorc and like Scarlett Curry who have played major roles in, in, in our success over the last number of years. So I think as a group, it's really, really strong and it has been now for the last few years. So that has contributed to it as well uh, along with you know, a lot of hard work that goes in on the pitch How intrinsic is winning to you enjoying playing for Limerick? Um, it obviously makes it you know, a bit sweeter I suppose if you're winning games but I, I love going to train and I love meeting the lads um, even at the minute going in they're not doing a whole pile but going in saying hello to the boys how are you getting on how's work on how's life on outside of Ireland you know I take a good interest in what they're doing off the pitch as well um, fascinating characters we have down there like they're, they're gas some of them um, yeah, I, yeah winning, it's all about winning really like you know you're playing the game to win um, but if we weren't winning I'd still be going training and should still trying to have fun and still you know trying to have a bit of crack with the boys yeah uh, those um, sitting out on the seats in the sun on the pitch after game sessions yeah. Look really nice, you know, because I, I'm, I'm sure lots of teams could say, well, let's get drunk as quick as we can. And geez, I don't remember the night. You've yeah. almost gone for a more, um, uh, on the face of it, like less um, lively uh, yeah. approach. But I would say at a deeper level, a bit more enjoyable. Oh, it was the most enjoyable part of, of, you know, after those games and sitting out there and having a chat, like with whoever is sitting beside you, it doesn't matter, like, uh, and just relaxing for like, a couple of hours. Um, you know, you're sitting in the pitch there, there's not a sinner in the stand anymore. You know, it's gone from 45,000 people to, to nobody, just yourselves, which is really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know if it just kind of happens. And yeah, I, I, I hope it continues. 
you know, we won't have a whole pile of games there now, obviously, for the rest of the year. But yeah, because I, well, I looked at the photo of you at the Gaelic rounds last time, time and, and, and there is that sense like a team changes every year. You know, that there's yeah. that thing in All Ireland Final Day in your instance. Look around that dressing room because it won't be the yeah. same people in this room next year, guaranteed. So even something like the Gaelic rounds, it's like, well, this might be the last time we're all yeah. feeling like this in the sunshine. Yeah, it's it's just really nice, not to be honest. And, um, you know, if you're rushing out after a game and you're going somewhere, there'll just be, obviously, the supporters will be around yeah. and you won't get a chance to have a conversation at all with anyone. It might be, you know, when you come back training, you'll actually get to talk to them. Um, so that hour or two hours after is really, really nice. And do you talk about the game during that time a fair bit or, or, or life in general, a bit of both? The game will obviously come up, but primarily about life in general and someone will have a funny story about something that happened to them during the week or whatever it's going to um, So, yeah, I, I think when we're off the pitch and trying to relax, we try not to talk, not to be trying not to talk about her, yeah. it rarely comes up because I suppose you're involved in it so much, you want to get a break from it anyway. Yes. Um, so, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's just relaxed um, and just a real enjoyable part of the day. Um, the odd line, like you lost your man there, Declan, don't do it again, uh, quit, yeah. nothing too serious. <laughs> uh, how is the body feeling generally after 10 years of intercounty? Um, and hopefully this knee injury at the moment isn't too serious, but in, in general terms, are you in good nick? Yeah, I think so, yeah, like we've fantastic S&C there, Cara, and you know, our physios and doctors are brilliant. You know, we, we get really well looked after. Um, if you're not in good nick, it's probably something you're doing yourself that's, okay. you know, affecting you. So. Yeah, I feel fine. I feel great. Touch wood now. It's been, I've been lucky with injuries throughout my career. So, you know, this is a small little setback, but I'll go and will be fine in a few weeks' time again. Okay. Well, fingers crossed um, you're back for an All Ireland final if that's what life brings. Um, thank you so much for the time. Great to have you on the yeah. show. Appreciate it, Declan. Thanks, John. Cheers. That was uh, Declan Hannan. And I should say, Declan speaking to us today as Air launched their new Puck Tapa Challenge as part of their official sponsorship of the GA Hurling. Senior Championship, so this is like a reimagining of the Puck Fada. It's Ayers Puck Tapa Challenge, and it'll see the fastest team in the country win €5,000 for their club and a chance to play at Crow Park as well on All-Ireland Semi-Final Day. And for more information on the competition, very easy, just visit Ayers' social channels. Hurling on Off The Ball. With Board Gosh Energy. Hurling, it's anyone's game.